Blessings and welcome to Walk in the Word with Robin, where we are learning to live according to the Word of God. I'm your host, Robin Boone, and I appreciate you taking the time to listen. So hold on. We've got some more for you from Ephesians chapter 5. We are focusing on Ephesians chapter 5, verses 4 and 5. And I'm going to take my time here. Nor should there be obscenity, foolish talk, or coarse joking, which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. For of this you can be sure, no immoral, impure, or greedy person, such a man is an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. Now, as I mentioned in the previous podcast called Not a Hint, God's word is hard at times, a lot of the times. We are those of us who maybe didn't get saved young, got saved a little later in life. We lived a life uh, apart from God and doing our own thing. Okay, let me speak for myself. I know I did, okay? So learning this new way of life, um, God gives us the roadmap in his word and we really can't learn it, his way of living outside of his word. And with the enablement, the power and the empowering of the Holy Spirit. So to me, it's very important that I learn God's word because as I learn God's word, I'm learning who God is. I'm learning who I really am. And I'm learning what the Lord is expecting of me and every other follower of Christ, every other disciple so I'm sharing that with you as I as I continue to learn and to grow in my faith and in my walk with God. So this Ephesians chapter five, the, the, uh, excuse me, chapter five, verses four and five, a little hard. Um, we talked about sexual immorality, impurity, greed, lust being uh, improper and out of order, really, for God's holy people. We are God's holy people. If you know the Lord, if he's your Lord and Savior, you are one of God's holy people, okay? You are a part of the community of God. So here we see the verse says, in continuation from verse 3, nor should there be obscenity or foolish talk or coarse joking. I was one of those. I did not have a clean mouth. I cursed. Even though I felt, even before I was saved. Now, I, God took completely took that away. I don't even know how. I just know one day I wasn't cursing anymore. <laughs> and um, But what I realized was, even before Christ, I cursed and had a foul mouth. Not because it was my desire to do that, because I wasn't taught that. I didn't grow up around it. It was because I was trying to fit in with a very good friend of mine. 
she had the mouth and the words. And so the more I stayed around her, the closer we became, and I didn't curse before then, but the closer we became, the more I was influenced by, now I let me say this, I am not blaming her. The decisions were mine to get involved in that kind of talk, okay? But uh, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, evil communications corrupt good manners. The longer we hang around somebody who is not a good influence in us in, in various ways, we tend to take on those behaviors. And so I did. So, but God is saying, look, you've got to leave that behind. There is not to be obscenity. You are not to get involved with nasty jokes. Okay. Some of you know what I mean. Nasty jokes. Talking about body parts, talking about actions of the body in sexual ways. You know, talking just nasty things about bodily fluids and, you know, it, it's a lot of, there are a lot of ways we can get involved in obscenity and foolish talking. It, when I was reading this, I thought about Job and his wife. Now, um, just take a look in the book of Job. If you haven't already, um, God was testing Job he was allowing the enemy, he was allowing Satan to wreak havoc in Job's life. But what Job's wife did as she saw him going through excruciatingly painful times, no doubt she was suffering too. She lost her children. Her husband was in a terrible way physically. She was suffering, but she lashed out at Job and she said, you know, you need to curse God. You need to just curse God and die. Just, just get, a, get on up out of here because this suffering that I see you going through, <clears throat> your God would do this to you. Do you know what Job said to his wife? He said, woman, you are talking foolish. Foolish talk. She was talking against God. She was talking against the will of God for Job. She did not understand what was taking place. And she allowed her emotions to overtake her. And so she lashed out at her husband. And really she was lashing out at God when you think about it. Because she said, curse God. She didn't say, oh, you're cursed, Job. Curse you. It's your fault that all this is going on. No, she said, curse God and die. So she was talking foolishly. And we can talk foolishly. We can get involved in conversations that are foolish and don't mean anything and don't bring the kingdom of God any glory at all all. They don't lift one. We don't lift each other up in these conversations. We tear down foolish talk and coarse joking is another one. Now, maybe you've been in, involved in conversations where jokes are about a different race are about a, a color of people or 
the weight of someone or a family situation of someone. And it's all about jokes. It's all about making jokes. If someone is being hurt because we are involved in jokes, whether they hear it or not, whether they're in our presence or not, those are coarse, harsh jokes. And they are not to be coming out of the mouths of followers of Christ. Okay? They're out of place. That's not what we should be doing. And, and then, then the end of, uh, the back end of verse 4, so no obscenity, no foolish talking, no coarse joking, out of place, but rather thanksgiving or thanks to the Lord or conversations where we are giving God thanks for one another, for situations, for being in the kingdom. Rather than tearing people down, we should be lifting up the Lord and lifting up other people, thereby giving God thanks for them. So, walking the word with Robin is about living according to the word of God, right? Some things are spelled out so clearly in God's word. I love it. So clearly. And these words are not just words on a page. They are life. They are spirit and they are life. And if we allow God's word, he will breathe life into us and convict us like, oh, oh, wow. I'm not supposed to be involved in this. And sometimes we don't really know. We may have been doing it so long or so accepted in our environment, in our community, in our school, in our classroom, on our workplace. It may be really what the culture is, but we are not culture people. We are kingdom people. And God through his word is giving us kingdom principles of living. So verse five, for of this you can be sure. No immoral, impure, or greedy person. Because that person is an idolater. That person puts everything else before God. Money, sex, perversion. Name it. Anything that we put before God and leave it there. That's idolatry. Well, that person is an idolater. That person has no inheritance in the kingdom of the Christ and of God. You're not getting in. There's no inheritance there. But the beauty about, I was, I was speaking with someone um, recently, a pastor, and he was um, saying that, you know, this is harsh, these, these first parts of Ephesians chapter 5, but God wants us to do better, right? He wants us to do better. But I want you, and this is what we talked about, I want you to hold on as we work through Ephesians 5 because there is hope and there is promise and there is light because once we begin to shake off and shed and get rid of these uh, carnal things, we begin to live as the children of light, little by little, like an onion, the layer of onions as you peel them back, 
you know, God is just peeling layers off. So a layer that may be a part of us that needs to come off uh, sexual immorality, he'll peel that off. And now he's not going to peel it off unless we let him. So we have to allow him to, right? And greed and covetousness, another layer he peels off. Unforgiveness, another layer he peels off because he is getting to the beauty of the fruit that resides in each one of us. So we want others to be inheritors of the kingdom of God. So I, I admonish you, I encourage you to go back and read Ephesians 5, 1 through 5, verses 1 through 5, just to get the full picture. You can even go back and listen to the podcasts um, that deal with uh, Ephesians 5. The first one was Ephesians 5, 1 and 2. The next podcast was Ephesians chapter 5, verse 3. And today is Ephesians chapter 5, verses 4 and 5. I will read it again. And then there's a couple of scriptures. I said I was going to take my time this time. So hang in there. Stay with me. All right. I'll read it again. Nor should there be obscenity, foolish talk, or coarse joking, which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. For of this you can be sure, no immoral, impure, or greedy person, such man is an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and of God. And I want to read 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, starting with verse 3. For this is God's will, your sanctification, that you keep away from sexual immorality, that each of you knows how to control his own body in holiness and honor, not with lustful passions like the Gentiles who don't know God. This means one must not transgress against and take advantage of a brother or sister in this manner, because the Lord is an avenger of all these offenses, as we also previously told and warned you. For God has not called us to impurity, but to live in holiness. That verse right there, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 7, for God has not called us to impurity, but to live in holiness. And this last um, scripture is Titus chapter 2, starting at verse 11. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people, instructing us to deny godlessness and worldly lusts and to live in a sensible, righteous, and godly way in the present age while we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. He gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to cleanse for himself a people for his own possession, eager to do good works. And I pray that these scriptures and this word and this meditation, so to speak, will help to cause you to be eager to get rid 
of the things that actually separate us from being who we are, are supposed to be in the fullness and that we become eager to do the good works that God has prepared in advance for us to do through Christ. God bless you. If you want to make any comments, if you'd like to get in touch with me, please do so by email at walkinthewordwithrobin at gmail.com. You can also find me on Facebook under that same name and on Instagram. God bless you.